Welcome to the Grappling Discourse Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Scaff. Today, I want to talk about the one-week timeline. A couple of months ago, I set some goals to hit before the end of the year. One of the big ones was a 300-pound deadlift. Previously, the best I've done is 285. You'd think 15 pounds added to my max wouldn't be too difficult, but I hate deadlifting, but I know that deadlifting is important for athletes, so I set out to do it. My plan was to deadlift every five to six days with the goal being 10 reps at 225. According to strength.com, if I can do 225 pounds 10 times, then I can do a 300-pound deadlift. I started in September, and after three weeks, I'd done four deadlifting sessions, and my body felt terrible. Seriously, only doing four deadlifting sessions, so again, every five days, we'll say, I was doing a deadlifting session, plus all of the Brazilian jiu-jitsu I was doing was making my lower back and my hips feel super tight. After the first uh, deadlifting session, I felt fine. Second one, I felt okay afterwards. The third, I didn't feel that good. And the fourth, I felt terrible. I just, all of the extra stress, and I, I guess I just wasn't recovering enough in between deadlifting sessions. I was really starting to worry about injury, whether it was gonna happen doing deadlifts or something else. I do not like to train, especially train hard and to max effort when my body's not recovered. Honestly, I was thinking about calling it quits on the deadlifts. I was going to set another goal to hit instead and just tell you guys that I was done doing deadlifts. The stereotype of deadlifts are an injury waiting to happen has been stuck with me for a long time. I've just seen so many people complain about injuring their backs, getting spinal injuries due to improper deadlifts. And I know the heavier the weight um, you know, the heavier I go, the more likely it is that I don't perform perfect technique throughout the lift. And so honestly, I know 300 pounds for some of you guys isn't a lot. 300 pounds <laughs> makes me a little nervous and it definitely gives me a little anxiety because the last thing I want to do is get injured to the point where I have to sit out doing jujitsu a couple of months or, or even six months to a year. As I was contemplating quitting doing deadlifts, I talked to one of my buddies. He's a purple belt here at 10th Planet Decatur, and he's big into CrossFit. I've, over the years, I've really trusted his advice on weightlifting. Um, you know, we don't have quite the same ideas. You know, a lot of you guys know I was a personal trainer, so I feel pretty confident in my ability to create good routines and to kind of understand what good form is versus bad form. But he's a guy that, again, I really respect and I wanted to get his advice. And he gave me some of the best advice I've gotten in a long time and I wanted to share it with you guys. And so as I was telling him, you know, the problems I was having and how I just didn't feel like my body was recovering enough and that I was just going to stop doing deadlifts altogether, he told me something. He said, look, why do you have to deadlift every week? And my answer was simple. And I think like most of you guys, I just can't, couldn't process the thought that I could get better at something if I didn't do it every week. In on all in all honesty, I would like to in a perfect world be able to deadlift two or three times a week to hit my goal because then I would hit my goal faster. And look, I want to hit goals fast and then move on and hit the next goal and then move on to the next goal. I want to keep rising to the top and that's just the mentality that I have. And I told him that. I was just like, yeah, like, how am I supposed to progress if I'm not deadlifting every week? And he said, that's one of the big problems that, you know, we all have, and especially like Americans have, 
is that we all are stuck on a one week deadline. Like you have to do something every week. And if you don't, you're not going to progress. If you don't, you're a failure. And he told me, he was like, look, some of the most elite weightlifters in the world, they won't deadlift every week. They might deadlift every 10 days or two weeks, you know, and he told me to give this a try to just deadlift once every 10 to 14 days, you know, and take the time necessary. So if I deadlifted and I didn't feel ready to do it in a week and a half, then take the full two weeks and then deadlift again. I was skeptical because I was worried. My thought process was this. Look, if I'm dead, only deadlifting every two weeks, there is a 0% chance I hit the 300 pound, my 300 pound goal by uh, January 1st. Just thought there was no way that was possible. But I decided to give it a try because the only other option was I was going to stop deadlifting. I could just, again, feel that the risk was not worth the reward. And I just was going to put deadlifts out of my mind and give up on this 300 pound goal. So started doing that. And honestly, it's been an absolute game changer. So I started doing that about a month, almost two months ago. And so I've probably done four deadlifting sessions since I had that conversation with them. And my body feels so much better and my strength has continued to go up. I deadlifted Tuesday. So I had previously not deadlifted. I think it was 12 days. Yeah, it was 12 days in between my last deadlifting session and the one that I did Tuesday. I went up to 215 and I hit it 10 times. So I set a PR in my 10 rep max and I think I'll be ready um, possibly the next time I deadlift to bump up to 225 and go for eight. And then ultimately I'm hoping in the middle of December, I'll do 225 for 10. And then right before January 1st, I'll be ready to hit 300 pounds for one rep. I'm just so surprised that I've continued to see results, even though I'm deadlifting way less than I thought I would need to, to see the results that I'm getting. I mean, I'm blown away absolutely blown away. And I, again, I wanted to share this advice with you, with you guys, because there's so many other areas in my life where if I don't do something every week, I feel like what's the point in even doing it? What's the point? If I'm not doing it multiple times a week, then even what's the point? And I really see how that mindset isn't true for a lot of things. Now, obviously, if your goal is to be a world champion in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, you can't do it every two weeks and become the champion. It doesn't matter how athletic you are, how smart you are, you've got to train and you've got to get your hours in. That's just true. But I think something like deadlifting, where deadlifting is really more of just a side. I don't want to be the best deadlifter in the world. I just want to get to the point where I've got an above average deadlift. I want to be strong for my size. And from everybody I've heard and all the articles I've ever read, well, the number is twice your body weight. And so I'd like to work up to twice my body weight. But it's not something I need to do in the next couple of weeks. And so our bodies can get stronger and they recover much better the more time you give them. And so as long as you're doing it regularly, bi-weekly, a couple of times a month, you're still going to see results. And I've now taken that philosophy to a couple of other things. So you guys know, I think the assault bike is the best, the best thing to improve your cardio in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Get on the assault bike or a wind bike, an airdyne bike, whatever you want to call it, and do a Tabata. So 20 seconds of hard work, 
10 second rest, 20 seconds hard work, 10 seconds second rest. And at the end of that time, you're trying to get as many calories as possible, trying to burn as many calories as possible. And then the next workout, the next time you do it, you want to try and aim for a higher calories burnt. The assault bike is, in my opinion, the hardest exercise I've ever done. And I think it's the hardest exercise anybody can do. I would rather do any other exercise for as a Tabata other than that bike. I, honestly, the last time I did it, my legs just shut down. Like I took a step off it and my legs just started wobbling. And that's what the assault bike does. It, it really takes a lot, a lot of energy and effort to perform at your peak for four minutes. It's the ultimate peak exercise, like athletic test, in my opinion, is that assault bike. And so I was doing it like there's times I'll do it for like two months and I'll do it once a week for two months. And I found that when I was doing it once a week for two months, I would kind of hit this plateau. Well, recently, you know, I started it um, just after I started seeing a little bit of results in my deadlift. I went, okay, I'm going to do this with the assault bike. And man, I churned my assault bike workout to once every two weeks. And each time I've done it now, I've done it three times. And each time I've done it, I've gotten a higher calorie. I just hit 67 calories, which is huge. It's another thing that I honestly never thought I'd hit 70 calories on my assault bike, but now I'm starting to think it's possible. And I'm wondering how much I was harming myself by just not resting properly, especially on some of these full body intense lifts and exercises. I also think we can take this mindset into jujitsu. If you're going in and training balls to the wall competition style, you're treating it like it's Saturday in the finals of Naga or your first pro tournament and you're going, the results matter. Man, when you're done the next day, you feel it in your body, you know, or maybe you do EBIOT. I always feel with EBIOT if I go like really hard, you know, if we're going 100% EBIOT and I do that for 20, 30 minutes, man, the next day I can feel it in my joints. And I think that's, a training style or a, a something training wise in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu that you could do every two weeks. And I think you would see better results and your risk of injury would be much, much less than if you were doing it uh, three times a week. I'm going to go as hard as I can. EBIOTs. Like, no, no, no. Maybe once every two weeks you go as hard as you can. And then you have four training sessions in that two weeks where, you know, you're working at different intensities. Maybe you're going at 30%, kind of more of a flowing style. Then you're going 50%, 75%. Then you're ramping up to you hit that 100%. You're going as hard as you can. And then you're giving your body ample time to recover. I'm really excited about this. I really am really excited about this mindset because I think it's going to allow me to keep getting stronger and in some of these areas that are, again, more taxing in my body. And I'm going to be able to get stronger while also really um, limiting the risk of injury because I'm fully resting and healing in between each really intense session. My biggest goal is to never be sore. And if I am sore, I want it to be to the point where I can barely notice it. Okay. I also though want to continue to get stronger. You know, I'm 30 years old. I'm hoping at 35, my strength numbers are just off the charts. That's my plan. For me, nothing is more taxing and burns me out more than if I feel like I've been hit by a truck the next day. If I go so hard and I feel like I've been hit by a truck and then I've got to do the same thing again, 
And then I can know to the next day I've got to teach and roll because I got visitors in town. And the next day I promised somebody I was going to help them get ready for a competition. Like, man, that starts to stress me out. And then it starts to, you know, I start to get overtrained and then I start to burn out a little bit. I'm really thinking that this strategy for the long term is going to help me stay on the mats as I continue to improve with my jujitsu skills as well as my strength and conditioning. Something to think about, guys. Think about what exercise, which, what uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu training um, mode um, that you could benefit from doing once every 10 to 14, even heck, 21 days, you know, where you're doing it only maybe twice a month. Think about it because I'm telling you, we all need to really think about how we're training and how we can do it more efficiently because in the long run, again, what's going to deter and honestly keep us off the mats are those injuries and that's why a lot of people quit it's just they don't want to it's just their bodies are destroyed I've seen so many guys so many old masters that you know just didn't train efficiently they didn't understand these concepts they didn't really think about these concepts and they just honestly rolled and lifted and trained until their body fell apart and I do not want to be 50 years old and feel like I need to be you know have a walker be on crutches or in a wheelchair because my body's destroyed guys I hit my sales goal for the grappling uh, excuse me the north south um, attacking system so super pumped about that. Huge shout out goes to you guys, man. I was so worried. I was like, man, what if I like release this, this product and nobody buys it? Like that's a possibility. And so I was prepared for that. And I set, I honestly set my goals uh, too low. And I talked to Brandon and he made me kind of bump it up and double my goal that I had originally set. And I hit the goal. Um, so the goal I set, I doubled it and I hit that goal today. And a lot of it is thanks to you guys. I appreciate and love all of you. Feel free. Use me as a resource. Send me a message. Let me help you in your Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu journey. Until next time, guys, peace.